Welcome to the Refuge Podcast. We are so excited that you're able to join us as we go verse by verse with Pastor John Lanier. We pray that it blesses you and encourages you and that God reveals new things to you through this podcast. Yes, thanks for joining me again for another episode of Refuge Podcast. We're in the book of Revelation on this podcast. Each episode, we take a look at certain scripture in the Bible, looking at chapters and verses and and different themes as we look at um, these passages. And so we find ourselves in chapter 17. Uh, We've been going through this amazing book. It's a revelation of Jesus. It's also a revelation of, as we've seen, um, God's dealings with humanity and where uh, humanity has gone because of uh, Genesis 3 and the rebellion against God and the curse. And and as we've been going, we've been looking at um, God in the beginning of Revelation, showing us a picture of the glorified Jesus. And then as we go through the beginning chapters, Jesus dealing with the church because judgment always begins with the house of God. And Jesus wants to deal with the people of God and bring us into a place of um, maturity and wholeness and to the image of Jesus because he's the greatest of us all. He's the hero of the Bible. He's the one that it's all about. He's the one that uh, does things perfectly and correctly. Um, but then as we go through, um, as Jesus is being revealed throughout the scriptures, we see these judgments that come upon the earth, these sweeping judgments against the idolatry, against the rebellion, against the authority of God, the scripture of God, the savior of God. And we've been watching it, even through a a corrupt, not only political system, but a corrupt moral and ethical system that was pretty much non-existent in the governing authorities of the world. And even in the religious system, um, leading up to this point, we see that, that the the way that man tried to relink with God, even that was corrupt because it was absent of the gospel. It was absent of the presence of Jesus and the things that God was doing by grace through faith in the finished work of Christ. And we saw in chapter 16 leading up to all of this was um, Jesus saying to the church, I'm coming as a thief. Blessed are those who watch. Uh, and we talked a lot about how to be prepared, how to have our hearts connected with Jesus as we see the day approaching in which Jesus will come to rule and reign on the earth. And uh, there are a lot. there's a lot that is said about the second coming of Christ. Yes, there's a lot of prophecy speaking of the first coming, and you can look at all of that in the Old Testament leading up to the New Testament. But there's also a lot said about the second coming, the millennial reign of Christ, the, the, the rule and reign of Christ. And so Jesus is just basically saying, be ready. Have your hearts ready. Have your hearts um, prepared through prayer and worship and reading of the scripture and many things that we can do to keep our eyes on Jesus. But as we come to chapter 17, we're going to be looking at the theme is Jesus overcoming darkness. Because uh, for many of us, and, and I know I've been feeling the same way, there's so much corruption in the world. There's so many things that I look at and say, that's just wrong. That's not right. 
And yet the hope is for the Christian, for the believer, for those who put their faith in Jesus and what scripture says about the Lord in eternity, that that Jesus will overcome all of the wrongs, that Jesus will overcome when things look really dark and really bleak and out of hand and out of control and unjust and unmerciful the way the world can be. The world is just crazy, and yet Jesus, through it all, is able to save. And if we would have put our faith in him, not in any political system, not in any religious system, not in any uh, ideology, uh, but we put our faith in Jesus and lay aside the idols of this world, we will find that uh we put our faith in something that's stable and something that's real and genuine and true. But I want to look, if you look with me in verse six, I saw the woman. She's the woman that's described here, drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. That's what I meant. It's just dark. There's, there's martyrdom. There's people that have to die for their faith. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. But the angel said to me, why did you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and ten horns. The, piece, the beast that you saw was and is not and will ascend out of the bottomless pit and go to perdition. And those who dwell on the earth will marvel, whose names are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world. When they see the beast that was and is not and yet is, here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is, and the other has not yet to come. <clears throat> and when he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have not received, who have received no kingdom as yet but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. And then I want you to notice this. These will make war with the lamb. Okay, so what's being set up for us is this. We've seen um, the rise of the Antichrist throughout the scriptures in Revelation. We see the rise of Satan and, and the, the, the joining of forces of these evil. Then the uh, evil religious system that rises up against Jesus and they will make war. This is what I meant by it's going to get really, really dark. And I know that for a lot of us, we like to think that there's good within humanity, that if we just pull enough good together that we can make it happen and make it work. But that is not the way it works. It's going to get really dark. It's going to look really bad. And they're, we're going to make war against the greatness of God, against the Lamb, who we know throughout the book of Revelation is, is Jesus, as revealed through Scripture. But it doesn't stop there, because in verse 14 it continues, And the Lamb will overcome them, for he, that is Jesus, is the Lord of lowercase lords. In the uppercase king 
of the lowercase kings. And those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. And then he said to me, the waters which you saw where the harlot sits are peoples, multitude nations and tongues. And the ten horns which you saw on the beast, these will hate the harlot, make her desolate and naked, eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to fulfill his purpose, to be of one mind and to give their kingdom to the beast until the words of God are fulfilled. And the woman whom you saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. Without trying to delve too much into discovering, okay, who's the woman here? What's, what's happening? We want to focus on Jesus. Did you hear what it said? He is the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. As Paul was uh, writing to the people in Philippi, and he was under house arrest, he was trying to encourage the saints of God. And he talks about Jesus. That Jesus has, God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Okay? Keep in mind, even if life gets dark and looks impossible and you wonder if there's any good that will ever come of it, Know that one day Jesus will reign over kings of the earth. He will rule over the lords of the earth. And those who are with him, they are the called, the chosen, the faithful. Now, those are the ones who overcome. They overcome by, as we've already heard, the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. The blood of Jesus has helped us to overcome the sin that's inside of us and in the world. The blood of Jesus has done a work to save us, to redeem us, to make us whole. And it's through Jesus he will overcome in this war that has come against him and his people. You say, oh, well, people are being martyred. People are being killed. Um, It looks like we're losing, and yet in the end, Jesus will win. And he will have those who are called the chosen and faithful. And you say, well, I I would like to be a part of that. I'd like to be a part of the the Lord's church, the the people of God. And, And that's what God is offering to you and I. He's offering us. He's calling out to us. He's choosing us. And it's our responsibility now, as we hear this good news, the gospel, to respond in faith. For, for it's by faith that we're saved through faith. It's by grace we're saved through faith. Excuse me. It's God's work in our lives. And we can be on the right side of history or the wrong side of history. For eternity, we can be in the right side or the wrong, wrong side. And I know you're thinking, do you, do you, do you, 
you're probably thinking, is there really a place called hell in heaven? Is there really a place that we go? And, and, and I, there absolutely is. The Bible makes that very clear, if you believe the Bible. The Bible is the final authority, the absolute truth. It's inerrant. That is, that God has given us an accurate record of himself in the history of humanity. And so put your faith in him today. I would encourage you to do that. Don't follow any worldly leaders. God gives under shepherds people that have a heart for him to lead and guide God's people. But they're not the saviors. Jesus is the savior. Put your hope in him. Put your faith in him. He's the one who wins in the end. He's the one who will rule over everyone, no matter who the person is. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. Everyone will give an account to God. Everyone will have to stand in judgment before God. Everyone will have to stand before the judge of the earth. Everyone will have to give an account for our lives before the God of heaven. And I want to know that I did my best in crying out to him and sharing with others, being a minister of reconciliation, to being those whose feet are prepared with the gospel, to sharing, running that gospel to as many people as we possibly can because we know the end is near. So I would encourage you to cry out to him today. He is the hope of heaven. He's the hope of eternity. He's the hope of those on earth who would cry out to him. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. We are so excited for all that God is doing in and through your life. If you'd like to hear more from John Lanier, you can find his blog at johnwalterlanier.wordpress.com as well as his YouTube at Refuge TV, where he also goes verse by verse. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged. Have a good one.